there is nothing more confounding than the idea of discovering a settled place. That notion that being the first to explore something is actually not even close to a reality, that could be strange for some people. But what is it to explore the opposite of that? In essence, that's the case in the use of mobile technology in the delivery and execution of healthcare. Today, we'll briefly explore that space by taking a close look at I Am Your Doc. You can see it uh, for yourself at IamYourDoc.com. That's I Am, like instant message. A platform with baked-in HIPAA compliance, I Am Your Doc brings the power of mobile messaging to a space that claims to already have it in spades. And so, what's so unique about it then? We'll find out on this episode of the Connected Hospital Podcast. I'm Lance Lunsford, Senior Partner at Groundswell Health and your podcast host. Thank you for listening. Dana, thanks for jumping in on the podcast. We're really excited about what you and your team are doing at I Am Your Doc. Will you tell us just in in short what, what I Am Your Doc does and 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 um, kind of how it started. Sure. Thanks for having me also. Uh, I'm Your Doc is a real-time mobile-first messaging and video consult application, uh, and it's based in a fully HIPAA-compliant digital environment. And so what that means in short is that every industry um, in the country, including media to investment and banking to um, consumer services, all have a way for their consumers to communicate with them and their businesses uh, on the mobile device through applications, except healthcare. And so I'm Your Doc has filled that gap um, for which consumers, meaning patients in this case, as well as providers and staff have demanded an easier way to communicate besides logging in using a username and password onto computers. And because it's HIPAA compliant, full PHI and other data that could not be used over regular text message can now be sent through I'm Your Doc in real time. Why do you think that, I, why are we just now here? Um, why is why is mobile first, mobile technology not as prevalent, you know, throughout healthcare, considering, you know, we're, we're now 10 years into full installation into the electronic medical record. Um, is there... You know, I guess, what, what's your assessment for why we haven't made this more ubiquitous? Yeah, that's a good question. I think there are a couple different reasons. The first being the paradigm of HIPAA. And so the, the requirements or quirks around messaging that you couldn't um, use a Facebook messenger or WhatsApp to uh, communicate via PHI are vast. And so... Um, HIPAA requires some very specific authentication uh, requirements. It requires very specific storage and cache uh, requirements. And so it's harder to build on the mobile environment that's always changing. The OSs are updating, security requirements are updating. And so I think healthcare has decided uh, that it's easier to do web-based legacy systems that are easier to manage and secure. And that's a little bit easy, a little bit different than saying like that it's not a priority. I get that. I think I get that. Do you think that there's a little bit of, a little bit too much friction that's caused from what our overall perception is of, of HIPAA? Um, in that, like 
in that in so more so that the industry is responding less to market forces and more that it's um, taking the path of least resistance. I think that's true. I also think that uh, healthcare is unique in the way that it views its consumers, although that's shifting, which is why a technology like I'm Your Doc is starting to uh, come to the forefront in the market, which was that historically patients have not been viewed as consumers uh, like other industries view uh, people who are buying their product, rather that healthcare is providing a service to patients. And so customer satisfaction or patient satisfaction wasn't in the forefront of people's minds. It was, we're giving you a service, not thank you for coming to us. But with value-based care, uh, taking a, a firm foothold into overall healthcare, uh, it is a requirement now to understand how to engage the patient more as a consumer uh, and, and then patients themselves are becoming more savvy about being treated that way in the healthcare industry, just as they are in other consumer-based industries. Uh, so that, that, that's helpful. And, and I think that that's a good point and that um, we, we probably couldn't have had this kind of coming together had we not, or these merging of, um, of priorities between the hospital actually being incentivized to care what patients think and how they interact with the system if they hadn't been kind of um, incentivized to where they might might not otherwise because of their their overall patient satisfaction needs um, so that, that that makes a lot of sense but so let's, let's break down I am your doc and tell us um, first in each of the couple there's a couple of um, ways to apply what the overall platform does you have uh, provider to provider texting and messaging. You have patient to provider messaging and kind of the fluidity that can happen back and forth there. You have clinical messaging via text. But if we just started out on the text, the, the messaging capabilities part of that, and, and then tell us what makes it HIPAA compliant. Yeah. So the answer is yes. So on a single platform, I'm your doc gives the solution uh for, as you just mentioned, all staff and healthcare professional communication, which is a heaviest, the heaviest used portion of I'm Your Doc. Uh, and you can imagine in any specialty clinic, as an example, docs are going between hospital and clinic all the time, and enormous amounts of information are coming in and out of the practices to those docs and to the, back to the nurses or the MAs or the clinical support teams. And so you need an easy way to do that. And so not only through text, but images, documents, um, you know, being able for a doc to receive uh, on their phone a pinged message that says, here's the lab report you were waiting for while they're in transit. Those are the kinds of things that are um, are happening now. And, and patients then being able to send information to the clinics that they need and vice versa. So... The reason why it's HIPAA compliant on the mobile device are, are a couple of reasons. Although we leverage mobile technology so that uh, we do away with the username and password, which is one of the reasons why patient portals have had a less than a 30% utilization rate nationwide, is because it's, it's a simple username and password dis, uh, discussion. Oftentimes, people are just too bothered and they'll just pick up the phone and, and sit on the phone tree, which of course adds volume to the practice. And so we leverage the technology on the on the phone for biometric authentication, like a thumbprint or a facial recognition or a four-digit pin. And then we also leverage technology like the camera um, or talk to text. 
um, and those uh, real-time push notifications. But importantly, in order to be able to leverage those uh, native application functionalities, we had to code around that to ensure HIPAA compliance. So a good example would be when you use the camera to take a picture of um, you know, something, a rash on the face around the eye um, or a document that has full PHI on it or, an, or a pill bottle, that you, when you take a picture using the camera in I'm Your Doc, it doesn't store to your gallery or your camera roll like it does for any other application like WhatsApp and Messenger um, or regular text message. So in, in essence, everything stays in the HIPAA compliant environment. When you receive a document and view it through I'm Your Doc on your mobile phone, it doesn't use a third party application like Adobe to open it. It stays in the secure environment and you can view it there. So we take all the same functionalities that any person is used to using on their mobile device and under the covers in a complex way have made it HIPAA compliant, but the user feels like it's just as easy as regular text messaging. How, how difficult was it for you and the team to develop you know, the, the, the coding, around, coding around some of those issues that are default in, um, the, in the OS and Android environment for your for your tools. Um, yeah. Is that a completely foreign kind of thought? I mean, we do have, you have, you have small investments that were made in the, in the messaging space over the last 10 years or so with, with cyber dust and some things where you, where people were looking for privacy, but, but how, how uh, much of a, a venture was that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not easy and that's, uh, you know, discernible by the, by the fact that, some of the major players in healthcare have not done it. Um, first, the mobile environment is far different than the web environment, uh, which is much more stable. You get OS updates a lot more infrequently. Uh, and so it's not just about developing the application to maintain HIPAA compliance, but it's a constant ongoing changing environment on the mobile device. Not to, not to mention you have several types of OSs, the Android OS with multiple different types of devices. And then, of course, the um, iOS devices uh, that are Apple based. And and, those, and then you have multiple uh, types of phones, you know, iPhone 6 all the way through iPhone 11. And they all have different uh, functionalities within their um, operating system environments. And then you're constantly changing the security environment. So I think that it, it isn't just the difficulty about building a, a mobile environment that is HIPAA compliant, but then maintaining it uh, in a very fluid mobile environment. Um, and so now that you have kind of uh, the, that messaging piece there, what makes it, you have the video uh, conferencing uh, aspect that's available for, for um, users. What makes that different from, from telemedicine? It's, it's not different in functionality in terms of uh, having a video consult with a patient, whether they're in hospital or in clinic or at their home. And, and then we provide a telemedicine record in the message text that can be then exported into the EHR platform for billing and others. Um, the difference, I think, for uh, you know, the larger telemed-only centric systems is that they generally provide hardware. We're using the mobile device only. Um, and number two is that they have very complex systems in which you have a formal 
healthcare consult uh, that may require you to be in, in a clinic to do it. Um, and then they inter interact with billing and scheduling softwares in order to uh, make it a full, uh, full consultation or a full visit. I'm Your Doc is leveraging e the ease of mobile technology so that you can have what we call a virtual check-in. And we don't actually call that uh, CP, uh, um, Medicaid, Medicare calls it, CMS calls it virtual check-in because they have launched several billing codes that are related to five to 10 minute visits called virtual check-ins uh, in which docs can follow up uh, and or check in on patients in a very quick and easy basis. So that is what we are, that's our niche in the telemedicine uh, overall telemedicine system. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the, your niche in, in general, because, um, you know, I, I think where, that where, where things get interesting for you guys is um, that there are some systems that exist currently that, that do um, the, the messaging component, at least where providers are already messaging between each other, probably, Probably there's some risk out there for hospitals that some some are looking the other way. But what do you what do you think the future is for physicians kind of seeing this as how do, how do you avoid just being yet another add on to, I guess, in, uh, what they're already doing, um, whether that's for those physicians that don't like using messaging between each other or between their staff and themselves or patients how do you see the overall use case being something to 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 reduce that friction uh, between some of those slow slow adopters? Yeah, I would say there are two things to consider. One is that we have not reinvented the wheel. Everybody is text messaging in their private lives and in healthcare. Um, in fact, I think there was a study that showed that ninety percent of all healthcare professionals were text messaging. So. It is important uh, that it's HIPAA compliant, clearly, but it's also important that it has the same ease and convenience. Uh, otherwise, it's just another technology, as you just said, that they just don't have time for. So yeah. messaging amongst one another, um, as well as with patients, has to be easy. And, and we have been very specific uh, with I'm Your Doc to make the user interface look and feel like regular text messaging uh, or video calling. And then number two is that we there's always financial incentives are always the the ones that push people to adoption and those exist now so not only are there these virtual check-in billing codes that i mentioned um, and there's parity laws going into most of the states i think there are 35 states or something like that by now um, for private insurance as well but beyond that there are also new codes that are related to um, receiving an image, for instance, from a patient, you know, they, they're post-op and they have an incision that they're afraid is red and red and maybe getting infected. And so they can take a picture, send it to the practice. It can be consulted on without ever actually speaking to the patient, just messaging and receiving images and then bill for that. And that's called store and forward. And so it, not only is there inherent brevity and in messaging? Um, but now you can also bill for that um, versus making a phone call back to the patient or having them call in, which would be, you know, a 10 to a 20 minute call and or visit. This could all happen within minutes. And so there's a financial incentive as well as ease of use that uh, are, are helping adoption overall. 
Yeah, in operationalize uh, operationalizing, how how do you guys see that 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 being something that um, can fit easily into clinic operations in the way you just outlined? Yes, one of the first ways that clinics um, or practices operationalize I'm your doc is that they get somewhere between 500 to 800 calls a day for a, a for a normal size practice, and so the front office staff. Um, is utilizing the web-based messenger, so on their computers, as they get calls from patients, and they then siphon this information off to the MA or to the doc or to the billing person or the scheduling person in real time um, and very quickly, instead of having to get up from their desk and find these people on a consistent basis or sending emails that they're never sure when they get read or leaving voicemails. And so a huge amount of information gets passed even within clinic settings uh, that I'm Your Doc is utilized for between the clinic support staff and the clinical staff. And then beyond that, they can start adopting patients onto the platform. And lots of docs are afraid that this is just another way for patients to communicate with me. But most of the clinics use their front office staff as the triage or, or an on-call nurse or someone to take all patient questions, and then those can be forwarded on to the appropriate person. And so patients then can adopt uh, the application and, and cut down on the enormous call volume that's coming into the office. So that's generally, uh, generally they operationalize amongst their staff and providers first, and then have patients adopt it in the way that they feel is best. That's, that's uh, that, now that, that 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 I think a lot of us can see, and I think just from a consumer side of it, you know, I think we we're all kind of in a place where uh, we're ready. And, and you know, one of the other things too that I'm kind of struck by is, um, you know, there was a time I would say, I mean, in the not too distant past, and only recently have we started to move away with from this mindset where. Um, the pushback from um, administrators uh, on uh, believing that their patients were actually using uh, smartphones. So um, a little, a little slow to uh, adopt that, but um, you know, now a Medicare audience is going to be just as um, functional with a a smartphone as, as a, uh, as a millennial audience would be. So, um, so what, what, what do you think is next for I am your doc and, and not necessarily just um, the company itself, but, the movement of smartphones and, and uh, into the, the care environment and actually be an active tool in, in getting, uh, in receiving care or, or, or shoot the seeking care. Sure. I'll start with that, that question and then I'll end with um, where I'm your doc is going to answer the call. So I think that, um, and we use this analogy often, the analog and the consumer space of Facebook and Facebook Messenger um, and how I see uh, communication uh, messengers like I'm Your Doc being utilized in overall healthcare, which is that you have your legacy systems like an EHR platform, software, billing um, that you that will never go away. Um, and some of the EHRs have started adding mobile options, um, both for their providers as well as on the portal side for their patients. So that's good. Um, people are starting to adopt and create more mobile environments for healthcare. Most of them are um, 
mobile responsive, still web-based, and so they still require a username and a password, but at least they're being able to view some healthcare data on their mobile devices. Um, and that's like Facebook, right, as the, as the center software. And then Facebook decided to add uh, a messenger that is both um, able to be accessed from the legacy piece of software, uh, like the EHR, um, and as Facebook, you can tap on Messenger, but it also has, because of the unique requirements of communication that it has to be easy to use and fast, uh, they've made a separate Messenger outside of their legacy systems so that when that part, portion of the healthcare uh, um, status has to be taken care of, that both patient and provider can easily access the communication portion. Uh, just like Messenger is much easier to access than having to go into Facebook to find the Messenger. And that's how I see I'm Your Doc uh, and our future going forward, that we are a, an essential and important piece of, over, of an overall healthcare software um, and or an overall health systems plan for communicating not only, again, amongst their staff, but also how they engage with patients, that it is uh, an, an essential communication piece of a native application that is integrated um, and can pull information and send information to and from the legacy systems, but that is easy to tap, use my thumbprint, and then communicate with my practices um, or amongst the practices in, in, in an efficient manner. And that's where I'm your dog is is finding itself today in the market. Well, and I so that that is going to be what's interesting is that as the take up increases, um, seeing the data that that comes from overall um, use, and then you know uh, how that how that adds to a practice. I, I would think that you would see the the patient satisfaction rise, but you're also going to see when it's purposefully integrated in a way that's intended to. Um, to actually aid in care, I'm, I'm expect, expecting that you would see that the physician satisfaction would rise as well. Um, yes. and, and do you all have any indicators on that? We have um, done case studies among some of our uh, very active patient-engaged uh, clinics, yeah. and they all speak to the same satisfaction of um, patients feel happier because they don't have to wait on a 20-minute phone tree simply because they need to hear that their lab results are normal. Um, and then providers are happier because it's easier and faster to communicate those otherwise time-consuming com communications. Um, and, and then there's also the call volume to the, uh, to the practice and how much information has to be passed that they can cut down a large percentage of that call volume and communicate in quick, easy ways uh, without having to converse uh, just through the computer and or the phone. So we see overall satisfaction um, from both uh, provider side as well as the patient side. And that that's ultimately the goal. And it's, it's funny to think that it's simply through improved ease of communication. Right. Well, you know, that's the thing. Every, everybody is kind of like a sense of humor. Everybody thinks they're a good communicator. Everybody thinks they have a good sense of humor. It's how you uh, implement and operationalize that I think is going to be the real determinant of success in, in uh, ultimately how smartphones can aid your practice or, or aid your health systems um, and, and how you decide to, to go about that. So, 
uh, Dana, I appreciate it. And I think that this is a, a good uh, exploration of, of uh, where we are in, in terms of smartphone technology and, and, and improving care, but then also giving, uh, giving patients more power. For anybody that's out there that wants to take, take a, a further look, you're at I am uh, the letters I and the letter M, yourdoc.com. You can get some more information on where the company is. And uh, Dana, I appreciate this. It's been a good discussion. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time.